The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, coming up at 5.30, we'll have the City Ford Face-Off show for you as the Edmonton Oilers take on the Pittsburgh Penguins and... Uh, the kid, Sid the kid. But right now, a desperate search is on to help save uh, to help save a young man with Tasquin. 18-year-old Noah Orchard has cystic fibrosis and type 1 diabetes, and a recent complication has put him in hospital in need of a liver transplant. Noah's grandmother, Joan Lozinski, jo- joins us this afternoon. Hi, Joan. Hi, Dylan. How are you? Thanks for calling. Yeah, well, no, thanks for taking our phone call. And listen, you know what? Uh, tell Chedville about Noah. He was uh, he was diagnosed with CF when he was a child, right? That's right, right at birth. Right. Um, and, of course, the many things that can go wrong with cystic fibrosis, one of them is cirrhosis of the liver. And uh, he was diagnosed with that little issue when he was about eight years old. So cirrhosis of the liver at eight years of age. And yeah, now he right. also has type 1 diabetes. Is that a complication of CF as well? Yes, they're all linked together because, the, yeah, the, the whole, the, the body's fluid, to put it bluntly, is all sticky and mucousy. So none of the organs like that. So it, it's it can affect almost everyone. I think a lot of people, when they think of cystic fibrosis, they just think of the of, of lung involvement, when in fact the, the, the internal organs um, oftentimes can be um, severely sure. impacted as well. Absolutely. It can be a bigger issue. Yeah. Okay. So, so has Noah's life been a struggle for 18 years, or has he had good periods and bad periods? Um, you know, he's always... Um, He's always had more. His sister also has it, but Noah has seemed to have more um, issues with the little things. Um, his lungs are not really that affected, um, but he's had hernia operations. Um, he's had his appendicitis out. Um, yeah, he's, he's kind of uh, our regular doctor here in Otasco, Dr. Slenther, calls him stoic. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's had a fair bit of health issues. So, Joan, when did you know something was wrong uh, during this last time, that something was up with the liver? Well, we we were on the um, uh, liver donor list um, for um, a cadaver liver. Uh, Noah just got on that uh, list. And... Uh, you know, there. when he had his appendix out, he had a liver shunt put in to allow... Well, they, <laughs> he, he's complicated if you're going to operate on him because he, he um, has hypertension, so they're scared of um, him wow. hemorrhaging. So once the shunt was put in a year ago and his appendix was taken out, that shunt can cause you know, a little bit of confusion in the mind, trembling, um, things like that. So, you know, we've known about it all the way along. He's he's um, always been looked at. Uh, but you, but, but you knew something was up. You said that, you know, something just didn't seem right with him. And so back to the hospital and he's got pneumonia now as well. Um, I think that's 
just about, I think that's just about cleared up. Oh, my gosh. Um, it started with a low sugar mm. and uh, was taken to the Wetaskiwin Hospital. And usually once they get his sugar back up to three or four, he comes back to being his old self. But this time it didn't happen. Okay. And with the liver not operating or doing its job, the ammonia levels and toxins in his bloodstream affected his mind okay. so badly. Right. So why has the need changed then now for a living organ? Well, if no, it was a rough week. I mean, I can literally say we just about lost him. So it's a time frame. There aren't a lot of um, liver donations happening right now through cadavers. And Noah just can't go through another one of these episodes. So they, uh, Dr. Mason, his liver specialist, has asked the transplant team, and, and they will do a living donor liver for him because he just doesn't have the time to wait. Um, there, there's always that balance, a, isn't there, Joan? You have to be sick enough to um, you know, get the donation, but you have to be well enough to be able to make it through the trauma that it puts on your body. That, that's exactly right. And I think there's a few people, uh, a couple kids maybe his age, looking for the uh, full liver donation. So when you look at Noah with his compromised health, he's not going to rise to the top. So um, it's better off if we can go ahead now with um, a living donor donation. All right. And so that, would a living donor, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, no, it's okay. Would a living donor have to give an entire organ or a piece of? No. No. Um, um, they can take up to 70% of the right lobe from a donor. And their liver will regenerate. Okay. And, and that's the thing about livers, they regenerate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's the only organ that does. All right, that's so interesting. So if somebody, this is a big ask, right? I mean, you know that. Oh, it, yeah. It's a big ask. So information is key. So if yeah. somebody, and you're looking for what, type O, right? Type O. All right. So if somebody felt that this is something that they wanted to do, Run through for me, will you, first of all, what would make them a candidate other than the typo part, and what might they expect to go through themselves for making this selfish donation? Um, they should be the size of Noah or bigger. Okay. So um, how big is Noah? Well, he's about 120 pounds right now and about 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, okay. okay. Um, the donor would be in hospital uh, about 7 to 10 days. Um, off work probably 8 to 12 weeks to mm. recuperate. Um, their health conditions, like they should be free from any chronic illness. We don't want to jeopardize their health of course. in any way. So other than being an O, and it doesn't matter whether it's negative or positive, we're going to look at their health conditions. And their personal health history is the only other criteria. So we, um, it's, it's pretty simple, actually. Um, I talked to the uh, donor office this morning to get a little of this information because um, I'm getting over I'm just getting so many calls on Messenger and asking that and really they'll just take everybody and anybody who is an O. Yeah, that's that's the question we're getting on our text line right now is people say well wait a second, does the blood type mean I'm a match or how do I find out if I'm a match? 
if you are serious and don't know what your blood type is, because of the urgency, the uh, donor clinic will um, order blood work uh, if they don't know their blood type and send out a package. And, uh, yeah, you can find out your blood type. But it's just the blood type? It's just the blood type. Type type O. Blood type, and, and as they, she said, you know, and health. And, 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 health, and she be around the same right, size right. as, as Noah right. is, but yeah. I mean, Kelly, his mom, is an O, but uh, until push comes to shove, they don't want to use her because she's his main caregiver. Okay. And so. Um, and his Danny, sister can't because she's got cystic fibrosis <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. And his dad, Danny, the dad, went yesterday and he had his blood tested yesterday. We're just waiting on that. Um, of course, if, if he is, um, he's going to leave. us. If, if he can do it for Noah, he will. And if he yeah. can, he's going to set to me at lunch today. He's going to leave his uh, name on the anonymous donor list. Okay. Too. okay, so we've received in the time that we've been talking, Joan, uh, two, possibly three, our text line is pretty busy right now, mm-hmm. people who have said something like, hey, I would actually do this. So if somebody would actually do it, and, you know, saying you will and doing it are two different things. Exactly. How would they go about doing it specifically? What would a listener do right now if they said, I'm going to do this? Um, Call the 1-800 number. Jalen, I think I gave that to you this morning. Um, I'll just go to it in my... Yeah, I have it it here. So it's uh, 1-866-253... Six eight three three, and again, that can be O positive or O negative. That's right. It doesn't matter. It can be either either one. And, and I guess so good. Mm-hmm. one of the really important things: Canadian Blood Services has a great page on all of this, on transplants, on kidney transplants, on liver transplants. What is needed? What you need to go through? So even if you go uh, Google uh, Canada Blood Services, just or go to their web page, Canada Blood Services, or go to Canada Blood Services Living Donor, and that'll pop up on your web page. But the phone numbers are here as well, so um, we'll keep giving them out, uh, Joan, as well. Again, one eight six six. Two five three three or six eight three three. Because I think people want to. The concern I'm seeing on the tax line is that people want to make sure if they were willing to at least take the next step of seeing that they could donate, they want to make sure it's for Noah. They, you know, so how do they make that connection? <laughs> they just have to tell them that. They just have to. To uh, it's totally up to them whether they want to leave their name on an anonymous donor list. Yeah. If they say they're 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 prepared. They want it for Noah. So okay. this, this is... That's all they have to say is I match uh, the criteria and I want to give this to Noah Orchard. Well, they'd, they'd have to go through right. some yeah. medical yeah. testing to make yeah, sure that they're, they're healthy. They're, <laughs> they're going to get a questionnaire. They're going to get sent out or emailed or faxed um, a questionnaire to fill out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, again, folks, if you just Google Canadian Blood Services Living Donor... That's a really great way to do it, but we'll send mm-hmm. off these uh, phone numbers as well, yeah. Joan. Uh, it's unbelievable. Th- uh, th- just give us an idea, Joan. You and I have known each other for um, a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, since the kids were little, <laughs> I'm yeah. guessing, and, and it, it's yeah. been uh, it's been something else to to watch. And and we all know with cystic fibrosis that you know eventually um, you know there can be more and more challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, your mm-hmm. community with Tasquin, the community of the kids that live in as well, have always been incredibly supportive. Give us oh. an I- give us an idea of what it's like right now. 
Uh, well, I know I I'm I can't go buy groceries. I mean, I go buy gro- everybody, absolutely everybody. I'm yeah. I'm answering messengers on my Facebook, um, and I try to answer every comment that comes in. Uh, it is a small community, and um, you know the the kids live and work here, um, and they and Noah and Emily and and Kyle they all live and work here. Uh, it's not like we are coming out of the blue, yeah. you know. Yeah. This is our community, and we love it. So those, uh, again, um, Joan, who are listening uh, right now, again, Emily, Noah's uh, sister has cystic fibrosis as well. This has just been uh, their life for 18, for 18, oh, yeah. for 18 yeah. years. That's right. We they, don't know. Nine, yeah, we don't know any other life. Yeah, and, and they, <laughs> haven't, they haven't let it get them down, but um, I'm sure there are moments. Um, so you just, you know, final words maybe to the folks living out there who might be thinking about this, what this would mean for for you for your family and for for Noah well I think it it would give us light to the next to the next uh, part of Noah's life I think if uh, he's got a chance to uh, get better with this liver I mean we can always help keep him healthy in the other areas mm-hmm. um, you know um, he's committed yeah, he wants to get this liver. He has a very special girlfriend, <laughs> and so he wa- he wants a life. Yeah, and we want it for him. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty, pretty simple, really, dry. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we we've uh, done what we can so far for you. I've answered. Uh, I haven't spoken much in the last few minutes because I've been answering people's texts mm. with the phone number and the information. So. Oh, Hopefully yeah, that does uh, something for you, but we need to stay in touch. You, I didn't realize you two were friends, so you'll stay in touch and let us know what's oh, going yes. on. Oh, yes. Yes, Jalen is a great supporter when we uh, raise money for cystic fibrosis. She rides in the um, <laughs> breath of life here down in the Wetaskiwin area, oh. and she's a great she's a great cheering squad for us. Good now, stuff. Well, great people to cheer for, Joan. Thanks so <laughs> much. And uh, Thank you. Uh, yeah, again, keep in touch. Let us know what's happening, all right? You betcha. All right, yeah. Joan Lozinski this so afternoon. You betcha, Joan Lozinski, looking for a, a live donor transplant for her her, her, her son, her, her grandson, Noah. Again, that number is one 866 253-6833. If you want to text us because you're driving, I will yeah. happily keep an eye out for those texts and send you the number back by text. Um, keep in mind, you get more information by calling yeah. the number. You'll figure out if you're a match. You'll figure out if you're prepared to take this step because it will mean... Yeah, it's a big step. It's surgery for you. It's There's a recovery period um, of, what, 12 weeks? So it's a big ask, but... You know, people have big hearts. Saving a life. You'd be saving a life. You you know, at the end of yours, when you look back and say, what was the greatest thing I ever did? Okay. It'll be this. I'm going to give you those numbers again. If you want to um, Google Canadian Blood Services Living Donor, there's lots of information right there. The phone number to find out if um, if you're interested in helping Noah out in Wetaskiwin is one uh, 6833 That's a result of our conversation uh, with uh, Nathan's, uh, sorry, with Noah's uh, grandmother. Joan. Joan. So that's one grandmother. Did you hear about this other one down in Minnesota? I did. 
You know, is it a pet peeve of yours when, I know my wife uh, points it out too, the, somebody puts a coffee cup or a, a glass down on a nice table, and of course they're going to leave that little ring yeah, possibly. That's as, what coasters are for. Right, exactly. And you know, it's the kind of thing and that... also it, pick them up and put them in the garbage. Right, a grandmother would tell her grandchildren repeatedly, I guess, hey, use mm. a coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, but a woman in uh, Minnesota, Helen Lenoir. In Minnesota? Washington, yeah, from Minnesota, hey. Um, she got tired of telling her grandchild, uh, who I think is an adult. I think so, too. Yeah, to use a coaster. So she did what most grandmothers, I suppose, would do. Uh, she shot him. She shot him. It didn't kill him. With uh, Police were called. Uh, she was uh, arrested. She had a thirty-eight special, and uh, it had five lo- uh, loaded rounds, one spent. So That escalated. That escalated quickly. Who does that? What, what, Come on. I, I want to, the guy's going to be fine. He got shot in the leg, okay, in the thigh, still. fatty area of the... Still, I know. But down the road, when that guy becomes a parent and a grandparent and tells the kids to go to, 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 <laughs> go to bed... Oh, yeah? What are you going to do? Well, I'll tell you what my grandmother would do. You know what I mean? You got it, Click, click. Oh, my goodness. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.